The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. So, if the children of Israel are more and mightier than them, who is supposed to be in command? Who is supposed to be in command? But guess what? They were not in command. They were not in command because they had no understanding. But those who were few had understanding of the times and they used the times against those who were more than them. The belief system of an unbeliever and the belief system of a believer is, is totally opposite. And when you yoke it together, when you yoke them together, it impedes your speed in life. Are you following me? That's why even as a businessman or a businesswoman, you have to be careful who you are appointing as your partners. to my 
is how I fight my battles. This is how. This is how. This is how I fight my with praise. We thank you, Lord. We declare it, Lord. This is how we fight, we dance, Lord, we praise you, Lord, Lord, this is how, Lord, we worship you, Lord, we serve you, Lord, Lord, this is how, this is how.
I want to say this before I get into the word. Please write this down. Faith is not feelings. Faith has nothing to do with your feelings. It's very important. Because most of the time, many Christians, especially the Pentecostals and the Charismatics, want to feel something before they think it's of God. But faith has nothing to do with feelings. So today's prophetic encounter service, you might not feel any goose pimples. But just one word from God will change your life forever. Amen. So I want you to open your heart and be expectant and God will bless you. All right. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. The book of Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. I read. It says, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder. Please underline that. His burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck. Underline that also. And his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Underline, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. I'm starting a new series uh, as we get ready to get into covenant. Uh, I thought it was going to be a two-part series, but uh, I think I got quite a lot to give you. So probably we'll look at this throughout the whole month of August um, that I have titled Understanding the Anointing. Understanding the Anointing. Please write this down. Your understanding determines how far you go in life. Your understanding determines how far you go in life. Number two, your understanding or understanding puts you in command in any field that you find yourself in. Understanding puts you in command in any field that you find yourself in. So Psalm 119 verse 99 says, I have understanding than all my teachers. I have understanding than all my teachers. It says, for thy testimonies are my meditation. The reason why he has understanding more than his teachers was because he made the word his meditation. Are you following me? Psalm 119 verse 104 says, Through thy precepts, through thy word, I get understanding. Through thy precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Psalm 119 verse 130 says, The entrance of thy words giveth light, and it giveth understanding unto the simple. So that means 
the moment the word enters into you, the word brings understanding. The word gives you illumination. The entrance of thy word giveth me understanding and it gives understanding unto the simple. So that means the quickest way to come out of ignorance is to get into the word. Are you following me? And once you have access to the word, understanding becomes available to you and then you begin to do exploits. So understanding is key. That's why Paul prayed for the church that I pray that God will give you the spirit of revelation. The spirit of knowledge and the spirit of understanding. And one of the spirits that Jesus had was the spirit of understanding. The spirit of quick understanding. And let me say this whilst I'm there. The most troublesome people in every church are those who are slow. Slow to understand. Slow to obey. Slow to follow. When you are slow to understand, every area of your life becomes slow. Are you following me? And that's why it's important to have passionate desire for knowledge. To understand. The difference between your manager and you in terms of earnings is understanding. The reason why those above you or those that you are above, you are earning more than them or they are earning more than you is understanding because you have more understanding in that field than they have. Oh, this is powerful. Let me show you something. Exodus chapter 1. Exodus chapter 1. Oh, this will change your life. Exodus chapter 1 from verse 7. The Bible says, now I want you to understand something quickly. At this point, the children of Israel were in captivity. They were in Egypt. Right? They are in Egypt. And then notice something from verse 7. The Bible says that and the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceedingly mighty. And the land was filled with them. Follow me carefully. This is important. Verse 8. It says, now there arose up a new king over Egypt. Now, verse 7 tells us that the children of Israel has now become more than the Egyptians. Do you understand? Yeah. Do you follow that? Yeah. But verse, verse 8 says, Now there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, this is the new king talking, he said unto his people, which people? The Egyptians. Yeah. He said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. So, if the children of Israel are more and mightier than them, who is supposed to be in command? The children of Israel. 
who is supposed to be in command. But guess what? They were not in command. They were not in command because they had no understanding. But those who were few had understanding of the times and they used the times against those who are more than them. Next verse, verse 10. Then this king said, come on, let us deal wisely with them lest they multiply and it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us. And so get them up out of the land. Therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens and they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Python and Ramesses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in brick and in all manner of service in the field of their service wherein they made them serve was with rigor. What was the difference between the children of Israel and the Egyptians? Understanding. You can be an owner of a house but don't know it and someone who doesn't own the house will be treating you like they are the landlord. Lack of understanding. When you read it in other versions, the Bible says that, and he said, come, let us deal shrewdly with them. Do you know what it means to deal shrewdly? Street wisdom. They had understanding. That's why the Bible says that the sons of Issachar, they had understanding of the times. And they were telling everyone what to do. And when you check the scriptures carefully, the children of Issachar were the least. They were the few. Anyone that has more understanding than you will always rule over you. It's time for the church to go back to understanding. And for your information, when God showed up to Solomon in 1 Kings chapter 3, Solomon did not ask for wisdom. Solomon asked for understanding. He said, Lord, give me understanding. Once you have understanding, you'll be in command. How many of you have been in class, or those of you who used to go to school, and your, your maths teacher puts a, a, a question on the board, uh, especially those confusing maths where uh, it's, it's numbers and, and letters mixed. I don't know who generated that, because the human mind is not supposed to... <laughs> And then they put 
uh, numbers and, and, and letters together and they say two times something y raised to the power square times this and that. And then people work it and work it. They say, I got the answer. I said, you people are crazy. You don't want to answer. <laughs> and then you work the thing and work the thing. Some of us were working and we, I, I said, please, teacher, the question is wrong. <laughs> the teacher said, no, the question is not wrong. It's your head that's wrong. You had no understanding. But as you continue to work it and work it and work it, all of a sudden, you get it. And then you start screaming, I've got it. I've got it. What happened at that point is revelation. You see, when you stay in understanding, you end up in revelation. And when you stay in revelation, revelation brings transformation. looking at understanding the anointing. And I, I can say boldly and confidently that many people don't understand the anointing. Many people don't understand. They don't know what the anointing is. They think the anointing is oil. They think the anointing is a man of God. In this church, we don't point you to man. We point you to Jesus. If you read the book of 1 John chapter 2, we won't read it. The Bible says that, it said, there is an anointing in you that will teach you all things. There is an unction. You have an anointing. But many Christians don't know that they are anointed. And what you don't know will kill you. If you think, Knowledge is expensive. Try ignorance. May I bring it to your attention that any field you find yourself in, get understanding. Amen. 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 That's why Proverbs 4, 7. It says wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Right? But it says, in all your getting, get what? Get understanding. Because once you have understanding, that's it. You'll be in command. You will be in command. That's why I can boldly say that one billion witches and wizards cannot stand me. If you take me to their headquarters, I'll lay a bed and sleep without praying. Because I know who I am. That's understanding. When I say I cannot be sick, I'm speaking from a place of understanding. When I say no one in this church will die through an accident, I'm speaking from a perspective of what has been revealed to me based on understanding. Yeah. Based on understanding. That's why people who understand a subject, they speak with boldness. And sometimes you wonder, he's arrogant. No, he's not arrogant. He knows something you don't know. He's not arrogant. He knows something. Just humble yourself and learn what he knows. 
So understanding the anointing. Our foundational text, Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. The Bible says, And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off your shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck. Why? Because the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Now, the background of this scripture is very interesting. At this point, the children of Israel were under the rule of the Assyrians. God was using the Assyrians to discipline them because they've become stiff-necked people. They were not obeying the word of God. They were not listening to God. So God decided to teach them a lesson. And in most cases, sometimes when you're not listening to God, God will use your enemies to teach you a lesson. That's what was happening here. So God was using the Assyrians to defeat the children of Israel. So for a long time, they were being punished by the Assyrians. But unfortunately, as, as it is, the Assyrians or the, the unbelievers or the worldly people, they always think that they are making it by their own power. So it got to a point where when they were defeating the children of Israel, the Assyrians started boasting that it is their strength that is causing them to overpower the children of Israel. And then they started making statements like, even the young princes are like kings among us. You know when people are boasting. They started boasting and then all of a sudden God got angry and start saying, okay, I'm going to overturn this situation because these people are now thinking that they are overpowering the children of Israel because of their own strength. So in verse 27, God said, it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off your shoulder. I want you to notice where the burden is put on the shoulder. And then it says, and his yoke from off thy neck. And then it says, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Please hear me. This is very important. I want you to underline this. This is important. We want to quickly look at what a burden is because there are two things in that scripture that we'll look at and hopefully we'll lay the foundation for where we're going. We want to look at what a burden is. Notice it said he'll put the burden where? On the shoulder. Now, the shoulder represents a place of responsibility. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, the Bible says, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, talking about Jesus. So the shoulder represents a place of what? Responsibility. And the reason why the devil puts a yoke on your shoulder is to slow you down in the area of your responsibility. So let's say you decide to study 
and have a master's degree and it requires finances to study. If the enemy wants to slow you down, what he will do is he will put a burden on that area, in the area of your finances. Once he places a burden in the area of your finances, it slows you down. I don't know anyone here if you've, 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 you've built before. Uh, most of the time here, we hardly build from scratch to the end. You know, but in most places where you have to start the building from ground level foundation to up, building requires a lot of money. And when there is no flow of money, it slows the building down. That's why most places you see, you know, most countries that I don't want to make mention of, you see they start buildings and don't complete them. Why? Because a burden has been placed in the area of their responsibility, which has to do with finances. Now, so the enemy places a burden on shoulder. And I said the shoulder is a place of what? Responsibility. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 25. It says that I will break the Assyrian in my land and on my mountains, thread him underfoot. Then his yoke shall be removed from them and his burden removed from their shoulders. The burden is removed from the shoulder. Why? Because the burden is put there by the enemy on the shoulder. Genesis 21 verse 14, when Abraham sent his, his, his servant to go and get Isaac a wife, when he got by the, by the place where he was going to get him a wife, the Bible says that he saw Rebecca had water on her shoulder because in those days they carried responsibilities on their shoulder. Genesis 21 Verse 14, and may I say this, the head is not meant for carrying. The head is not meant to be used for carrying heavy stuff. I remember when I used to work as a carpenter, I go to the timber market, um, you buy wood, and because you don't want to pay somebody to carry the wood for you, you carry it yourself. And when you carry those heavy wood, my God, you are sweating like a, a PIG. <laughs> and then you get to a point where you put it down and then you continue. Because I had to work as a student to pay my way through school. Those were difficult days. So they used to carry loads on their shoulder, not on their head but on their shoulder. Genesis 21 verse 14. Now Genesis 21 verse 14 actually talks about when um, Hagar was living, uh, being sacked out of the house. The Bible says that, so Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a skin of water and putting it on her shoulder. Did you get that? Putting all he gave Hagar on her shoulder. Genesis 24 verse 15, we saw Rebecca came out with her picture 
on her shoulder. The picture represent a pot of water was on her shoulder. So we've looked at the shoulder that it's a place of what? Responsibility. The second thing we want to look at is the yoke. What is a yoke? Now notice that the yoke is placed where? On the neck. Did you notice that? The yoke is placed where? On the neck. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. It says, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Where is the yoke placed? On the neck. Now, a yoke impedes your speed. A burden slows you down. A yoke impedes your speed. In other words, it hinders you. If you have a yoke on your neck, you can't go as fast as you want in life. It hinders you. So, what is a yoke? A yoke impedes your speed. Now, there's a very interesting scripture I want us to look at, which somebody might think, I mean, what has this got to do with a yoke? In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, from verse 14 to 18, I'm laying the foundation. Amen? Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, from verse 14 I read, it says, be not equally unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what has fellowship with unrighteous of what has fellowship, what has righteousness for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion had light with darkness. Can you see the difference? Very important. Verse 16 of verse 15. It says, and what concord with Christ with Belial? Or what part has he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I'll be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out among them, and be ye separated, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I'll receive you. Verse 18, and I'll be your father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. So, look at this, is very important. He said, for but ye be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Why? Because a yoke impedes your speed. So, you cannot yoke light and darkness together. It doesn't work. The belief system of an unbeliever and the belief system of a believer is, is totally opposite. And when you yoke it together, when you yoke them together, it impedes your speed in life. Are you following me? 
That's why even as a businessman or a businesswoman, you have to be careful who you are appointing as your partners. Very important. If they don't have the same ideologies, they don't have the same concept, they don't believe in the product, you're just wasting your time. When you say let's expand, they say let's, let's, let's not expand. When you say let's take risk, they don't want to take risk. Are you following it? So now, and, 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 and that's why when you read the book of Leviticus, I don't want us to go there, God specifically told them what not, which animals not to yoke together. Because you can't yoke a, a horse and a, and, a, and a donkey together. It, it won't work. Are you following what I'm saying? You can't yoke an oxen and, and, a, and a tiger together. These are two separate animals. They, are, they, they think separately. So it's important not to allow these things to impede your speed. And I want you to notice where the yoke is placed. The yoke is placed on the neck. The yoke is placed where? On the neck. Now, in Psalm 133, from verse 1 to 3, it teaches us about the anointing, how the anointing flows. It says, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together. Psalm 133 from verse 1 to 3. It says, behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment, talking about the anointing, upon the head. I want you to notice something very carefully. Upon the head. That round down upon the beard. Look at the flow of the anointing. From the head to the beard. And then it went further to say, it said, even Aaron's beard. That went down to the skirts of the garment. The neck was skipped. The head was mentioned. The beard was mentioned. The neck was skipped. Why was the neck skipped? Because the neck joins the body and the head together. The, the neck joins the head and the body together. Without the neck, the head cannot function properly. So what the devil does is to stop the flow of the anointing, he puts a yoke on the neck. This is very important. You need to follow this. Once he puts a yoke on the neck, the anointing will not flow to the body. That's how the enemy succeeds by bringing disunity. Because the only time he can succeed by not allowing the anointing to run to the body, which is the church, is to put a yoke between the neck and the head. This is very important. This is very important. So you notice in that scripture, the anointing touch everywhere else, but apart from the neck. If you read further, it says, went down to the skirts of his garment. Remember the woman with the issue of blood? She touched Jesus' hem of his garment. 
and the issue ceased. So, if the devil is going to succeed in stopping the anointing and working in your life, where will he put a, a yoke? On the neck. That's why God called the children of Israel stiff neck people. Stubborn. Tell them to turn to the left, they'll turn to the right. I pray that there will be no yoke in your life. Please hear this. Whenever you come to a church like this, God gives you pastors according to his own heart. And the purpose of God giving you pastors according to his own heart is to feed you with two things, knowledge and understanding. And when you are fed right, the results will show. That's why Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15 and 16, God said, I will give you pastors after my own heart. And they'll feed you with two things. They'll feed you with knowledge and understanding. And when you are fed with knowledge and understanding, verse 16 says that, and you shall be multiplied and increase. That's the result of being fed with knowledge and understanding. Are you following what I'm saying? That's why in this church, we, we, don't, we don't want to gyrate you to feel goose pimples. Do you get it? We want you to Take something from the church when you leave and you sit down. You have issues in your marriage. You come to church, you hear a word. That gives you understanding how to be able to relate with your husband or your wife. That's why God told men, is it dwell with your wives according to knowledge? If you don't understand your wife, you always, you always be having conflicts in the house. She's the same queen you saw on that day. And said, oh, you, you are so beautiful. You make my heart skip. She's the same woman. She hasn't changed. She hasn't changed. Once you have knowledge and understanding as to who she is, she'll still make your heart skip. You won't be saying, I don't know what has come over my wife. I don't know what has come over my husband. It seems, it seems she doesn't love me anymore. It seems she doesn't. No, you don't have understanding. Women have mood swings. They change from time to time. You have to understand which month, month they change. And when they change, you have to change with the change. <laughs> Praise God. Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you, have to, you have to change with the change. You can't be a statue and say, yesterday you were smiling, or five minutes ago you were smiling, now you are moody. Why are you moody? Am I not looking after you? Did I not buy you the dress you wanted? Did I not buy you that shoe? Did I not buy you that bag? Why? Did I not buy you a good house? Why, why? You see? You don't have understanding. (laughs) 
Are you following what I'm saying? We have to understand the way we relate to one another. Even in your departments, you have to understand each other. If you don't understand each other, there will always be conflicts. Always be conflicts. It's not that the other person is not a good person, but it's just that you don't understand her or you don't understand him. Hallelujah. Are you getting something out of this? So God gives us pastors after, according to his own heart. And when you sit under that anointing, that anointing will work for you. Remember how the anointing operates from the head? It flows to the garment. There's an anointing in this church that works. It works. <laughs> and those who have caught it are experiencing the blessings with the anointing. And let me say this, no matter how anointed a man or a woman of God is, if you are familiar with that anointing, it will not work for you. Jesus is the most anointed. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10, 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations.